You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Wednesday, January 17th, getting ready for a Saturday evening or Sunday evening, I, I guess I should say. My, my schedule's all mixed up because of the, these playoff schedules. But Sunday evening, divisional round matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. I'm sure we're all very excited for that. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, uh, kind of uncharted territory for a uh, Kansas City Chiefs team that's been the most successful team in the NFL over the last five years. Yeah, it's a, a crazy to believe that this is the, the first time that Patrick Mahomes is going to be going on the road in the AFC portion of the playoffs. The Super Bowl, of course, is on a neutral site, and the Chiefs, of course, became the only team to play a Super Bowl team in their building during the uh, COVID year. But this is a true and tried uh, official road game uh, where you're going to be in the opponent's building and trying to knock them uh, out of the postseason. And uh, as much as the Bengals have come into the fold, the Bills have found a way to hang around, I think, in uh, the last uh, the last ditch effort of this this rivalry. And uh, if they want any kind of rivalry to continue, they absolutely need this win because they've been able to defeat the Chiefs in the regular season, but just haven't been able to do it in the postseason. And so it's all kind of come to a head, uh, as it will in Buffalo on Sunday. Yeah, it's the the storylines around this one, and you know. When we talk about Chiefs playoff success, especially this season, I think a lot of us were kind of looking at, you know, the the playoff schedule and their potential opponents and kind of, you know, figuring out what's the best scenario for the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. And I think the path that is laid out in front of them right now is not the easiest path to the Super Bowl by any means. Like we we would love it if the Arrowhead Invitational continues its streak and they somehow wind up playing uh, another play a home playoff game. But also, I, I'm kind of ready to rip the Band-Aid off. Like, I, I want to see what happens when the Chiefs have to go on the road in the playoffs. And I want to see Patrick Mahomes on the road in the playoffs because we believe that Patrick Mahomes takes this thing up to another level in the postseason. And I, I think that was apparent against the Dolphins, even in a dominant win. Like, you know, they had some miscues, but Patrick Mahomes played lights out when he needed to. And he made plays and they were able to move the ball offensively. So... 
I'm kind of just ready to see it. I, I just want to see how he responds to actually having to go on the road in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, I put this in the newsletter yesterday that you can get uh, arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe. But the idea that Patrick Mahomes is actually a better quarterback on the road, I mean, it's amazing to, to think about. But I averaged out his splits. And uh, at home at Arrowhead, it's about 285 yards per game, 64.9% completion percentage. On the road, it's over 300 yards per game and four percentage points up uh, the completion percentage. Also uh, at home, 100 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. On the road, 119 and 33. And then finally, passer rating at home is 99.3. And on the road, he's 107.6. So that, I mean, that's a far better quarterback, actually. Uh, on the road, it's just, you know, whether that'll kind of bleed into what he can do in the postseason. Yeah, it's just an absolutely incredible run that uh, I I think this is what year seven for Patrick Mahomes or year six. And this is his yeah, first playoff I, road game. One other point about just the way the playoff tree is, is, you know, petering out here, uh, Steve, um, the chiefs might be better off if they wanted a home conference title game to have to have had the bills beat the Steelers because say the Steelers upset the bills. Do we really think the Steelers are going to Baltimore and beating Baltimore for a third time this year uh, in Baltimore? Uh, we all always talk about how hard it is to win that third game. And so um, the Texans had there and, and they looked like they could be the best uh, team in the AFC playoffs last week. So uh, I, I know that everyone has kind of written off that, you know, what they've called the Arrowhead Invitational, the conference title game. But I I think the sixth straight game uh, there is alive. I mean, let's just see what, what Baltimore and, and Houston end up doing on Saturday. I know everybody's in love with the Texans right now and the Packers and what they accomplished in the wild card round. But, like, I feel like we do this every year where we get so hyped coming out of the wild card round, especially when there's upsets that we forget about how good these teams that are, were on by actually are. Um, you know, the Ravens are a nine point favorite right now. The 49ers nine and a half point favorite. Like those are really high for these teams. Cause I think the Packers and Texans are both playing really well right now, but I, I just think, man, the, the Ravens and 49ers have been so good this year when uh, they've got all their guys and when they're, they're hitting everything right. So Obviously, Here we go raining on everyone's parade. Uh, I mean, I've, might as well I, not even watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I would be very, very shocked if one of these teams lost uh, to the Texans or Packers. But tremendous storylines uh, across the NFL playoffs. And the Kansas City Chiefs right now, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, are uh, a three, three-point road dog uh, against the Buffalo Bills. That was at two and a half. Now it's back up to three. I, I expect some more movement as the week goes on. But... I think a lot of it also depends today. Uh, we should hear, uh, get some media availability from the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes later on this afternoon. So make sure you're on the lookout for that on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And we should hear from the Buffalo Bills. And Pete, the Bills, uh, a team that, not unlike the Dolphins, has dealt with a lot of injuries this season, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And they're finally starting to turn a corner, finally starting to get healthy. And now this late season run and coming out of this game against the Steelers, they're very banged up again. There's a lot of injuries that you need to pay attention to. Uh, Taylor Rapps de dealing with a calf injury. Gabe Davis dealing with a knee injury. Rizul Douglas also dealing with a knee injury. Um, 
as well as Tyrell Dotson, who's dealing with a shoulder injury. All those guys missed their wild card game. So those guys weren't available anyways. Uh, Rizul Douglas did say after the game that he felt like he was good enough to play in the wild card. So I'd expect him to go this week pending any kind of further setback in practice or anything like that. Uh, but then coming out of the wild card game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Christian Benford left with a knee injury. Terrell Bernard left with an ankle injury. Taron Johnson is in the NFL's concussion protocol. Balen Spector dealing with a back injury. And their punter, Sam Martin's got a hamstring injury. Like, there's several injuries that could play a huge factor in Sunday's game that we need to pay attention to this week. So uh, I think you should really be locked into the Bills injury report as we move along this week and, and see how they're going to match up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the injuries uh, on the Buffalo side are really all across the team, all three levels, either side of the ball, you know, that, that you, you've kind of looked at. Um, so that that should play an advantage of the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs were really just monitoring the wide receivers that would be more complementary roles. You know, that's a Justin Ross or a uh, Sky Darius Tony. Uh, at this stage, uh, as much as people want, I don't think any of those players, including Ross, are getting too involved in the offense. Like you might look at a handful of plays here and there. Uh, and then defensively, certainly healthier. Doesn't look like the Chiefs are getting Brian Cook back. But other than that, I think you should have a pretty solid healthy defense uh entering uh, this all important game so uh, if you're looking for an advantage here the chiefs are certainly a little bit healthier entering this game and on the offensive side of the ball for the chiefs i'm i'm just curious to see how the bills play um uh rasul douglas is a player that i've talked about uh, a lot here on arrowhead pride because since the bills traded for him mid-season uh, he really stabilized their secondary and their secondary in the middle of the year was a massive problem. And Rasul Douglas has been playing like a, a light out cornerback. So I'm curious to see how they try to attack this chief's offense on the defensive side of the ball, assuming Rasul Douglas is ready to roll. Um, you know, is he going to shadow Rasheed Rice? Is Rasheed Rice finally going to draw more attention and coverage from the opposing defense because it seems like nobody's really caught on to it. And I have to imagine that's going to start happening with the way Rasheed Rice is playing. But then does that leave Travis Kelsey open over the middle of the field to make some plays where we we've seen him draw all this coverage all season long. It's been a lot. It's been really difficult for him to, you know, be the, the type of number one option that the chiefs want him to be because defenses just tried to shut him down and say, beat us with everybody else. Like, this is a really interesting matchup to watch, and it feels like we got a taste of what the Chiefs' game plan is in the postseason, which is Isaiah Pacheco, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey, sprinkle in and pray that you can hit a deep shot once in the game to McCole Hardman because that's kind of what the Chiefs have right now. Yeah, I I mean, I, if I'm making bold predictions here, I think things start to open up for, for Travis Kelsey because I think you're going to have to start getting a little extra attention to Rasheed Rice, especially you know close to the line of scrimmage. They're getting him in, in you know, those quick slants or the drag routes, and he seems to be just absolutely killing them. So that's going to make the, the defense, I think, play up a little bit. And then you're right, because of that, I think that'll start to open things up for McColl. And uh, no fan wants to do this either, but Mark Valdez Scantling. Those are the two players that can really stretch the field. Uh, not to say that Marquez Valdez Scantling has, has gained uh, the confidence of fans uh, this season in particular, but th- those type of things will start to open up uh, as Buffalo may feel like, okay, we got to stop these Rasheed Rice quick routes, or uh, even still Isaiah Pacheco running the ball 20 times. The Chiefs have really morphed their offense on the fly here. Uh, so the players now we're not naming Kelsey and Hardman and Marquez. Uh, Big plays could happen for them downfield that maybe we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, and I think this is another really important game for Isaiah Pacheco and, and how the Chiefs try to utilize him. Uh, the Bills' run defense has been 
something that you can exploit for most of the season. It is worth mentioning they didn't have Daquan Jones for most of the year, and he's their big run stopper up the middle, and he's back and healthy right now. So see if the Chiefs can find some success on the ground. I think that's going to be really important to Sunday and trying to get a win and trying to advance to another AFC championship game. But on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills are, are a team that the Chiefs know very well. Um, and for all of the success that they've had in the postseason, they've really struggled to beat this Bills team in the regular season. And just looking back to their matchup earlier this year, I think the biggest issue in a game that, you know, the Chiefs were right there and, and it feels like, you know, a couple of things fall their way. The Chiefs easily could have won that game and we'd be feeling a little bit better. And maybe that changes the playoff seating and whatever. But the biggest issue coming out of that game, I think, was Josh Allen's mobility. Um, I, I remember a handful of times where it just felt like the Chiefs pressure was right there. And Josh Allen so mobile and and so strong and so hard to break bring down that he he was able to run away from pressure multiple times and you know we saw that huge 52 yard touchdown run against the Steelers like Josh Allen's legs have kind of been on another level this season and I think that's going to be the key to the Chiefs trying to slow down this offense and, and give themselves a chance to win on Sunday yeah it's a little bit different when the quarterback is running but I thought the Chiefs did a nice job with HN and Mostert and I had not had a ton of confidence in the Chiefs run defense uh, headed into that game I you know I thought these two guys were in at the field day, and they really didn't at all. They were non-factors. Uh, changes a little bit with the quarterback. Um, just be, just considering he can throw down the field if you you know chase the run, that type of thing. Uh, but uh, Allen's unafraid to run. So, you know, you, you saw the Chiefs um, kind of doing it a little bit with, with Willie Gay. Uh, you know, as that spy, Nick Bolton, you know, they, they kind of pass along these type of roles. You're going to want to have one guy assigned to the quarterback, uh, and you have the secondary to do it. It's not like you, you – are unafraid to leave uh, a guy like Stefan Diggs one-on-one with the Jerry Sneed or Gabe Davis gets healthy, leaving him for Trent McDuffie. You still feel good about uh, what these guys can do. And so I, I think you could have a spy to, to prevent uh, Allen from running on the ground. I, I still want to see the Chiefs early in the game have success against James Cook. One game is not going to make me think they suddenly are um, awesome against opposing running backs, um, but you just kind of build off of the momentum of the previous game. Yeah, I think this has got to be a big Drew Tranquil game. Um, you know, I, I think Tranquil wasn't quite as involved against the Dolphins as maybe we initially thought. Obviously, uh, Will, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton had spectacular performances in the wild card round, but uh, just James Cook's pass catching ability and the way he kind of torched the the Chiefs defense in the first matchup, like it feels like this is a big Drew Tranquil game where Drew Tranquil's definitely the best linebacker you have to match up with James Cook because he has proven this season he is a serious uh, he he's a serious passing game weapon for that offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once they changed offensive coordinators, like I know that Steve, you're a big fantasy guy. James Cook was invisible, right? The first half of the year for fantasy players. Um, one of those players that you would like, what do they, uh, you say buy low. And for everyone who bought low on James Cook, once they changed offensive coordinators, they really started um, utilizing a lot, giving him a lot of touches, running the football with him, allowing Josh Allen, if he didn't see down the field to check down to him and he would gain uh, the yardage. So uh, he turned into Suddenly, one of the focal points of the Bills' offense, probably much to the chagrin of a guy like uh, Stefan Diggs. And so, I don't know. I, you know, I look at the year as a whole. The Chiefs' defense has been fantastic, but um, quietly, I think the Bills have been running their offense through the 
through the run game, especially, you know, once they were able to turn it on and start that winning streak. And so I just want to see the Chiefs prove it early. If they do, they can kind of set the tone. They did that actually against the Dolphins. Um, you know, they, they set the tone and, and essentially said early on, you're not going to beat us on the ground. Um, and by doing so, uh, you ended up seeing success for the full game. So the first quarter is going to be big when it comes to how the Bills are using Cook and if the Chiefs are rallying to the ball, setting the edge, just making sure that he doesn't get crazy yards on, on some of those design screens that they like to do with him. Um, and I think you can gain confidence for the second quarter moving forward uh, if you can establish that. And I think the biggest thing for the Chiefs defense in this one too, and if there's one thing that you can really knock this defense for this season, it's creating turnovers. Um for as spectacular as they have been all year, like uh, only team in the NFL that hasn't given up 30 points in a game, like they've been tremendous all season. I think they are a Super Bowl caliber defense. But if there was a week where they wanted to go insane and force like four or five turnovers, this is the week to do it. This is the week that hopefully that positive regression in the turnover category hits for the Chiefs. And hopefully we see some turnovers because I think that could be wind up being the deciding factor on Sunday if they're able to pick Josh Allen off a couple of times because we know he's going to give them some opportunities. Yeah, I mean, you see it with Allen all the time. Um, he'll, he'll throw an early interception, and then you're thinking, okay, well, he's going to bear down here, and then he throws two more by the end of the game. So I, I just think it's establishing it early. I mean, because you've seen other games where Allen has a good first quarter, and then he suddenly looks like the MVP of the league by the fourth quarter. Um, so it's a guy that you can rattle, but I feel like it has to be early in the game because if he gets in the rhythm, I think he can easily go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes if we're being honest about it. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think the turnovers are there. Um, but I, you know, it'd be good to get Allen rat rattled because uh, I don't even know if this is a word, but we've seen in the past that he's rattleable. And so <laughs> the quicker that you could do that, uh, in the game, the better off you'll be. Yeah, I I expect nothing short of another epic playoff matchup between these two teams. So we'll have everything you need to know at arrowheadpride.com. Like I mentioned, we'll hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes later on this afternoon, so be on the lookout for that. We'll also have a fresh episode of the Great British Chief Show preview and everything you need to know about this matchup coming out later this afternoon, so be on the lookout for that. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PGSween. I'm Stephen Sertz, where you can find me. We'll talk to you guys later this afternoon as we continue our divisional round coverage ahead of the Chiefs and Bills playoff matchup. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premiere. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back -back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premiere is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas city. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. 
Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.